Room podcast to talk about his matchup happening on April 1st for CES 67 is Harris Bonfiglio. What's up, my man? Hey, how you doing? I'm doing great, bro. Um, congratulations, man. I believe this is your third trip to the CES cage, man. How you feeling about getting back in there? I'm doing, I'm feeling great. Uh, you know, my, my one and only loss, uh, my first time going to CES is now in title contention. You know, he, uh, he's on the Bantamweight circuit, uh, for, um, for Bellator. And so, Hey, if I was going to lose anybody and have one loss of my records, exactly. And, uh, I've been keeping in touch with him. He's a real cool dude. I wish him nothing but the best. I hope he wins. I really do. Yeah. And he's eight. No, as you speak, uh, uh, your only loss as, as a pro man, but, all your other fights, man, first-round finishes, first-round sub-finishes, man. Uh, let's talk about the grind and getting back in there. See, yes, man, in basically your backyard. How you feeling about that, fighting in front of fans and, uh, you know, friends and training partners again? Um, To be honest, uh, you know, I, I used to get very nervous fighting in front of everybody. I've had ups and downs in my career. I, you see in my amateur record, it's, like, all over the place. Um, But... Uh, you, you know, I, one thing that I did after the Jordan uh, Lugo fi uh, fight with that us is I went and saw a sports psychologist. And ever since then, I just been, you know, an animal. Um, you know, I just, you know, I, I know it's just one fight, but you know, it, there's a huge difference with my mentality going fights now. It's like we're walking to like talking to you right now. It's, it's nothing to me. Well, you know, it, I don't get nervous. Now, uh, what was the, what was, was there something going on in, in the head when you would walk into the cage or was it leading up to the, the fight itself or was it all, all the factors involved there? It was like sports anxiety, you know, always thinking that, you know, your opponent had, you know, you're trying to think what your opponent's going to do all the time. And that was like my biggest thing. Cause, uh, I would always try to think of, you know, are, are they going to do this? Or are they going to do that? And, uh, trying to plan for everything in my head and instead worrying about what I'm going to do and give a crap what they're going to do. Because they're going to do whatever. It doesn't matter. You can't, you know, you can't predict what they're going to do. You, you know, you just got to worry about yourself. And uh, I started doing that and just caring. And <laughs> and there you go. <laughs> well, it paid off, bro. Uh, your last fight, uh, a submission finish. But the way you got him to the ground, man, uh, a, a big head kick, bro. And, uh, man, highlight finish there, man. How'd you feel about that? And like I said, it looked like it paid off and you implemented your game. It didn't wait for him to react. Yeah. I, I knew that he was leaving me an opening. Um, I, I watched a couple of his fights, uh, really good amateur fighter. I know that was his pro debut, uh, going in there. And I saw he had a tendency to, uh, basically have a first, like he would always finish in the first round most of his fights so i his his gas tank he would just try to do everything he can in that first minute to get out of there so i figured i just got to wait him out a little bit and I'm, I'm a fourth degree black belt in taekwondo i've been doing taekwondo since i was six years old i got on the u.s i started competing internationally at eight years old and got on the u.s team when i was 14 and uh competed all the way until i was 18 19 years old and then i started doing jiu-jitsu right around there um, and, uh, I've been training under, uh, Andrew Calandrelli, I think since, uh, 2015. 
Nice. Well, oh. it, that that taekwondo paid off in, in that cage, man. And the, the yeah. and and your jiu-jitsu <laughs> under Andrew afterwards, man. Um, is that like you said? Is that something you saw an opening? So was that was that a, yeah, was so, that implementing in your game? Go do that. You well, not necessarily. I implemented in my game. He dropped his hand for a split second. The opening to his head. Uh, he was southpaw. I was orthodox. And his lead hand came down like this and um, in an open, open side. So I knew all I had to do was my hip forward and it was going to, even if he blocked it, even if he somehow brought his hand up there, I knew it was going to at least stun him. And it just the tips of my toes hit him right on the chin. I could see him kind of, he didn't know where he was. <laughs> and I knew just rush after him and finish uh, him. And uh, thank God I kind of finished him because I was worried in that fight just a little bit health-wise. I had a lot of issues going on. I wasn't in the best shape. I In that f that training camp, I was out with staff for two to three weeks. I couldn't train. I couldn't do anything. Um, really bad. I, I got staff one week. It went away. I get it again. And I can't I can't do anything. I can't train. I can't hardly work out. I You know, I'm on all types of medication and uh trying to make it go away to make the fight and it was a pain in, pain in the butt <laughs> as far as this fight getting ready for it i mean you've been through a lot man you fought a guy that's uh could be a bellator champion uh you fought you know your last fight a finish seeing a sports psychologist what, what are we expecting you know to see on uh april 1st and uh cs 67 from you i'd probably say another first round finish uh you know i i do not like leaving it in the hands of the judges, um, clearly. <laughs> um, but uh, I feel like, personally, a lot of jiu-jitsu is lacking um, in this day and age. I feel like everybody's kind of going towards the stand-up aspect. I, I mean, that's coming from a striker myself. But um, I kind of see it as more people are trying to emphasize striking because it's a more popular thing. They want to see guys trade and bang. But they forget about that that area of the wrestling in jiu-jitsu, which you look at the best fighters, the people that are on the longest winning streaks are those type of hybrid fighters that can have decent striking, but that can solve that middle ground aspect of taking them to the ground or having it stand up. If you could decide where the fight goes, you decide whether you win or lose for the most part. Well, as far as the opponent you're facing, uh, Jason Huntley, dude's a, a huge veteran, sixty over sixteen pro fights. Um, you know, not the best record, but a veteran dude, sixteen fights. You were scheduled to fight Tim Flores at um, flyweight, but Tim uh, health issues and the fight was scrapped. And here's this late notice guy coming in. What does that do as far as you? I mean. Um, in game planning here, is it, you know, same as usual, you doing your own game planning and uh, they have to react to you? Um, well, to be honest, when I uh, get ready for fights, I mean, I, I kind of just train towards the body type, not much the, uh, I mean, sometimes it's towards their style if they're like, you know, certain things that they always go to, um, but mainly towards the body type. So there's not too much of a difference between, you know, except for like height between uh, Tim and Jason. Um, and, um, you know, just training for that aspect. Um, other than that, I just kind of look at what their kind of go-to moves um, are for the most part, like their safety nets. Uh, that's primarily what I trade for and try to exploit. 
Well, as far as you were supposed to fight at uh, Flyweight against him, is that something that's uh, in your future that you wanted to drop down? Or is this kind of just a, a redemption? Because you guys did fight at, um, you know, as amateurs. And was this just something you wanted to face him in the pros? Or is that something you're thinking about doing, going to the well, Flyweight? I, yeah, I definitely want to try to make uh, like I'm a monster in that weight class, especially guys big as I am. Um, you know, uh, I'm walking around solid 145, you know, like just at my leanest. And, you know, so, I mean, it's a tough weight cut, but it's not impossible. I, I, I hired a nutritionist that has been working with me. My, my boy, Dave, you see me hit him up every now and then on, uh, on Instagram. Um, he's done wonders for me. Uh, got me really healthy. I feel phenomenal. I'm able to eat a little bad food here and there and, and still stay in shape. And, uh, he asked me, I like, I just health wise, I feel great. Um, I have my conditioning coach, um, uh, Chris, who's been working with me, been going to, uh, and he me through work. And then I got all my training partners. Honestly, I feel like in phenomenal shape and, you know, you ask all my training partners, they don't, <laughs> I bet they're happy that this fight camp's almost over. <laughs> well, man, uh, like you said, that last tra uh, training camp, uh, you know, you were going through some, uh, you know, adversity as far as, you know, health-wise. You made it through. Uh, you said, you know, you didn't feel the best in that cage, but it looked like one of your best performances there. I mean, you can't top uh, three first-round finishes, but you're predicting another one here. Um, do you... Do you predict which way it's going to go, or it doesn't matter? You just know you're uh, you, you finished this fight in first no, round. I just know my skill set. I just know my skill set, and I know, uh, you know, with in Jordan, uh, when I fought him, I knew I wasn't in the best frame of mind, and I knew I could, you know, whether I win or lose with him, I know I could have went this with him, even though he did finish me. I just know mentally I was not there, and I kind of I broke pressure and i told myself i'll never let that happen again and i honestly feel like i'm one of the best in the world and i'm going to prove that just like he's entitled contention one day soon be entitled contention and uh i'll show it to the world well my man um last question before i let you give your shout outs and all that um you know a victory here first round finish your four and one all first round finishes man what do you think that does for you um what do you think you need to get you know to that next level a couple of more fights or do you think the eyes will definitely be on you after this fight especially fighting for ces in connecticut kind of in your backyard and on fight pass um i would say whether it's a couple more fights or this fight, i mean i i would like to get in there with a couple more tough opponents that's why i was calling out tim it was nothing with disrespect or revenge from uh, from uh, when we fought as amateur. It was a very close fight, and uh, we both went toe-to-toe -to -toe with each other. And he brought the best out of me, and I brought the best out of him. So I thought it was a really good matchup, and it was going to be great for us selling tickets because of how good our fight was when we were amateurs. And I knew that he's one of the – I think he's ranked top three in flyweight for, um, for uh, New England. And my goal was to fight him, and then I wanted to fight him. And if I beat him, I wanted to call out Mitch, uh, who's ranked number one. And because he already fought in the UFC, and I thought that was my ticket to uh, get on the contender series and fight for Dana White. Uh, that was my plan, uh, but uh, we'll see what happens after this fight. Wow, man. Uh, man, you just gave me chills. I'm smiling here. That's a, that's a great matchup right there. And, uh, you know, a, 
you come away with this, uh, you know, this big win here, man. Uh, you get to call your shots, and you can call out anyone you would like in that division, man. And uh, Mitch is a great opponent, and uh, yeah. we, we would definitely love to see that, man, uh, especially you with four finishes uh, and, you know, just going up the rankings here, man. So kudos to you, bro. Uh, glad to see you back in there, healthy, ready to go, kind of rejuvenated. It's a new year. And uh, CES 67 is, is a little over a week left, man. Shoutouts, brother. Anything you want to say? Uh, I know you got a training partner going to battle with you. So anything you want to let out there, social media, throw it out there. I'll let you get going. Um, yeah, I, you know, a big shout out to uh, Yuri Payne. Um, he's fine card, um, light heavyweight. Uh, I think he's the future for uh, whether he stays at light heavyweight or, you know, he drops down to uh, to middleweight. You know, he's talked about that here and there but uh you know either way i mean he every single one of his amateur fights i think is first or second round finish so i don't know we we don't at ultimate mma we don't we don't like to go to the judge scorecard we like to finish so um i'm hoping to keep that this fight you know no disrespect to to jason i know he's a, a vet and um you know i have tons of respect for any fighter that gets in there um with me and uh you know i just hope we have a good and exciting fight and uh the odds are in my favor that's all Excellent, my man. Well, we'll be there watching. Uh, everyone who can't make it will be watching it on Fight Pass. Man, it's going to be a great night. Um, a lot of great fighters going in there. A lot of Connecticut fighters going to make their mark. Uh, a couple of title fights happening, man. And uh, you going for your uh, fourth win and finish, man. So with that said, bro, thank you so much for the time, man. I know it's crunch time, and uh, I appreciate appreciate you coming on with me, man. Yeah, not a problem. Thank you. Thanks for having me.